Hey everybody, welcome back to yet another episode of Cocktails with Queens. Whoop, whoop. No cocktails, since we're doing this in the uh, early afternoon. We have coffee though. We do have coffee. Coffee's a great alternative if you're just looking for a little kick. Yeah, I'm, I gotta get my fix. Right? <laughs> uh, well, we had a really great episode this week. Um, honestly, I felt like it was a really a lot of good highs and lows for a lot of different characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I'm a little sad by who went home, but it wasn't one of my like top favorites. So, meh. Mm-hmm. You know, it is what it is. Uh, but we just finished watching both the episode and Untucked, uh, so let's go ahead and dive right in. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm Clayton. And I'm Jordan. And we are In Between Branches. Uh, if you like the video, be sure to give us a like, uh, and stay tuned to the end for a very special offer. <laughs> okay, so, uh, kicking off this episode, it was an acting challenge. Um, it was broken down into three teams. They had to do a little dating service app. Um, it was End of Days, Fibster, Butterface, and I'm just going through all this real quick because I want to get into, you know, what we thought of everybody's performance in those. Um, so, End of Days was like a whole apocalyptic type of theme for a dating app. I overall felt like the team was super strong because they had Blair, Eureka, um, the Vixen, and then, uh, Miss Cracker, excuse me. And all the girls did pretty good, in my opinion, besides the Vixen. Hers was just, like, below the others as far as overall performance. The went. end product was, like, really good, though. Everybody was still super solid. Like, if they were judged as a, uh, individual, like, as a team. if they were judged in, as a team... They were the best. You know, they were obviously the best by Definitely. far. Um, and even Vixen, who seemed like she stumbled a little bit in the in the challenge like in the behind the scenes mm-hmm. um i didn't really feel like you know i mean again just the end product was great like yeah she still seemed to deliver really well she like served a role in the overall performance but mm-hmm. she didn't shine at all to me it was very like flatline where all three of the other characters really had opportunities to shine mm-hmm. and she had a crazy really different character and such an opportunity that i think mm-hmm. was missed True. So I mean, maybe even the reason that she did as well as she did was because the character was so kind of just like out there mm-hmm. and kind of its own thing. Anyway, the, the roles were really good for everybody. Everybody, everybody's acting was fire though. Like uh-huh. they really kind of delivered in my in my opinion. I thought they did great. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to give a little shout out to the mini challenge. Mm. Um, I just thought it was like it was really cute how like. I just love how down and dirty the mini challenges are. It's almost a more in, a better indicator of like where the girls' skills really are with like the particular fucking mini challenge that they're doing. Um, just because, like, I mean, I felt like the top the top three that were ended up being the team captains, mm-hmm. they all really like let their guard down and just really made a moment with that RuPaul chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got the captains that we did. Um, uh, another thing I thought was funny with the, uh, the, the main challenge, do you, uh, do you, what was the, uh, um, Monique's, what was that team? What was that app? Uh, I gotta think of the, who? Fipster? It was Fipster. Oh, was it Fipster? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it was. The uh, the uh, Monique doing her little self-directing thing. I thought that was so funny. I, it was, like, so me, too. It was, it was like, kind of funny, and... but I thought it was, like... I thought it just showed how unprofessional she could be. Not in, like, an obnoxious way, but more of just, like, an ignorant way. Like, 
that's not her role. And if this were like you know a real thing and not just I love what I said that that was me and your. <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, if this were like a real thing that she had been like booked for with some you know with a casting or something, she she wouldn't be doing that. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't be able to do that. People would be annoyed, confused, frustrated. It messes with the entire production mm-hmm. and I didn't think it reflected well. I mean, it was funny for a TV show. Yeah. So I guess it worked in this it's sense. It's cute though how it's like she just like had felt like she had to take charge for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, moving forward with the uh, other app, the we'll just, uh, just go ahead and talk about that one a yeah. little bit. Um, not, well, if you want. Uh, yeah, we'll continue with that one. So going on with like Monique's team, Fibster, I thought, I thought the roles weren't handed out well. I thought the acting wasn't good, and I thought the energy overall was pretty low from everybody. What didn't you like about the uh, acting and the uh, the, roles? the roles? Well, first off, Cameron should not have been the narrator because the narrator needs to be one of the most high energy, entertaining on screen people. She's very much like falls into the background, unfortunately, a lot of the time. So I would have stuck with having uh, Mayhem be the narrator, like mm-hmm. I said. Furthermore, it, it got confusing when she played another character and then was supposed to. So the other character that Cameron played was like the blonde who was saying, like, oh, I'm this, this, and this, and like the sweet girl. And then the transformation was into like the BDSM black girl. Okay, I get it why it could be funny. However,. In the first shot where they show Cameron, she's got tattoos up her arm. She looks like a tough chick anyways. Mm. So the transformation that they were like wanting to create with the whole concept was not there. Mm-hmm. So like the roles were badly handed out and I thought it was interesting too that they made that decision because like they said um, Cameron like wrote the lines. Right. But the lines weren't like I mean it wasn't like a fucking dissertation. No. It was like it wasn't like Mayhem. Uh, that was the alternative, right? Mayhem, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like she couldn't have easily memorized and delivered those, like, two sentences. You mm-hmm. know, it was more, like, seriously, just, like, go with go with your gut. Like, always just go with your yeah. gut. Like, Mayhem was the narrator. They should have stuck with and that. And Cameron should have just had a final little excerpt like she did, and that should have just been, like, a solid thing instead of her there for a partial mm-hmm. it made no sense so that team was not good the butterfaces the butterface yeah i would say in my opinion overall if i had to like gate like gauge them all like gauge mm-hmm. them all um i think that i mean okay so butterfaces their theirs was solid but like even um, what's her name's like assessment of it, like whenever she was giving out the scores and gave uh, Yuha like a two or whatever it was, mm. like was so accurate because the right. others weren't that bad, but they weren't great. Yeah, at the end of the day, like the law of averages or whatever, like Yuha mm. really like pulled it down. Like her entire segment just like did not make any sense. Like mm-hmm. why was there a workout scene? And like if there was a workout scene, I'm sure it could have worked, but like. It just, like, the jokes just, like, did not land with, like, the theme of the app. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all know that Asia is fucking serving that cavewoman ugly realness in the back with a sh- scene stealer. That was right. incredible. That was, was so funny. That was awesome. I also had a huge issue, though, with Monet's performance in it because her character was supposed to be the face is right and the body was wrong. However, she had, like barely any proportion issues with her body like she had like a makeup sponge in like her, her hip on like a corner or like with mm. pointy but like 
it was not good either. Was like, that the, the story? Was that the, she, she was the like narrator, a, like the opening one that had like the perfect face and the wrecked body. Her body was a little off in a few spots, but it's the same. But that's what they were going for, was to right, have her yes. have a shitty body. Right, because you can see it. There's like chunks in it, and it's like the same thing, I didn't even the get same that. issue that Yuha had, except flipped. Like the body wasn't pushed mm. far enough, and they were coming for her for not doing the right face makeup that was ugly. When Monet did a very similar thing with the body. So that team overall was not strong, um, but they were middle of the road for me compared to the end of, uh, not end of day, the Fibsters, unfortunately. So yeah, um, end of day is definitely my favorite out of them all. Yeah, I think that was clearly the winner. Yeah. Like if there was a winning team, it was obviously going to be them. Uh, because even the person that happened to be lower on the end of it still did enough to kind of not bring the team down mm -hmm. like we saw with the others. And face crack, you know, as you're saying, the teams, 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 we found out that the girls were actually going to be judged individually, which we assumed it would be teams, mm -hmm. you know, um, which was a good thing and a bad thing for others. Who always loves others. throwing that little wrench in the plan. Uh-huh. It must be so scary being on that runway, like, not knowing how it's going to go. Because, you know, I mean, going on to the show, you know that that happens sometimes. So mm -hmm. it's like, on a week that you're on a team challenge and yeah. you're not doing well, you're, <laughs> you're like, fingers crossed for that team being the whole fucking, like, judge. Well, predicting what's going to happen on the show is obviously not something that ever works out for anybody, viewers or contestants alike. You, you asked Sasha Bell about that one. Sasha Bell, not she, Sasha Bell. She, she thought that she cracked the code. Well, she cracked something. It'll make sense later. <laughs> yeah, anyhow, uh, so the Feather Runway, it was kind of a cute gay. They've done the fur in the past, so All right, why not do Feathers? the Feather Runway. I think we need to talk about the real winner of this week's challenge. Who's that? The Workroom Spider. Oh my god. Okay, there was a spider, it got caught. Enough of that. It was scary. How did I get in there? Good question. <laughs> I don't want to know the answer. Anyways, on the runway, so I thought it was kind of interesting how with the feathers, literally, let me count up, one, two, three, four of them were like spooky, ooky feathers, which would not be what I would expect for someone to do for a feather runway, you know? Eureka was all black. Mayum was like a spookiness with her eyes. Cameron was obviously a maleficent feather monster mm -hmm. bitch. And Yuha also had her Asian crow queen fantasy going. So, just like the darkness that was there with a lot of those surprised me. Uh, what would you have, like, done, I guess? Like, I don't even was know. Was it really that unexpected to you? It was because of just, like, how many people Were you did it. expecting more, like, white swan? I guess. I don't even know what I would have done. What would there you have done? You... There was a few blondes. There were. There was a few uh, white swans. There were. But I was surprised by the darkness. I don't know. Just because I wouldn't think that as my first instinct i suppose yeah um my favorites definitely were uh obviously aquaria i thought that was so sickening with the arrows and all that it was very much a gaga moment from mm. like the gui video oh my god that's crazy i could dare be calling us i know that's on this very professional podcast so insane insulting I'm so embarrassed offended uh, go back. Uh, anyhow, I was saying Aquaria's outfit, I loved it on the runway. It was so, like, romantic with arrows in her It eyes. was so beautiful. It, like I said, was it was top for me. Very for sure. gaga. Um, but my number one, without a doubt, <clears throat> was obviously Asia O'Hara with her Tweety Bird gig. Mm -hmm. With the hair and the makeup and the costume. I was gagged. One of my favorite looks I've ever seen on the show, probably. It was so funny. Like, it was so, like... 
campy and cute. And yeah. honestly, it was kind of unexpected. Like, Definitely for me. Like, of all of them, like, that was the one that, like, you did not, like, anticipate seeing by no. far. And even the proportions and just, like, the way that, like, it was shaped was just, like, really fun and, like, cute and, like, funny. Like, yeah. it was just all humor. 100% serving humor. Such a risk, honestly, mm-hmm. like, to do something like that. And it really paid off because she ended up winning and she mm-hmm. should have. She looked fabulous. She killed the challenge. I'm definitely here for Asia. She's doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. And she's the same one that did, like, really well in the in the cha- main challenge itself with, like, her face and That's everything. That's what I was like, saying, yeah. Really making that moment. So mm-hmm. she's definitely one to watch. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple of my other tops. Uh, I, I'm always such a fan of, like, the soft, like, flowing kind of, like, elegance that Blair had with her, like, uh, their, like the white kind of, like, feathers all the way down. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just, like, really classic beauty i thought it was i mean it was a little crafty like the judges said but it was to me it was more like it was more like personal artistic twist on like old hollywood glamour Mm -hmm. is kind of what i was getting it was that i mean i liked it i didn't think it was so much crafty as much as i just felt it was kind of a simple silhouette and Mm -hmm. i like when we have such crazy things presented on the runway i can only help you know, but compare it to that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it didn't stand out for me as much. But so, it like, was cute. Eureka's little Black Raven gig. The, I mean, the the dress itself wasn't, like, everything. But, like, that combined with her hair and makeup, like, really told, like, mm-hmm. a nice, like, story. Just, she was, like, like, a fully realized character, for sure. She was, sure. like, evil uh, bird queen, clearly. We had enough evil queens fighting one another up on that runway. Right. <laughs> uh, as far as like the bottoms for me go, I I didn't I, I honestly didn't like Dusty Ray's look. Um, I thought that the like the showgirl kind of attachments like seemed too like added on. Yeah, they were almost just like these are my showgirl hips feathers like just like stuck onto my. It didn't man feel on brand for her really to me. Yeah, I I couldn't even really recognize it was her. Like if you like watching her and untucked, like I was like, who the fu- oh fuck, that's yeah, fucking dusty. Right, it was like open stage with sickening costumes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, uh, it's it was something you would have served for sure. Hey, uh, <laughs> I could only wish. Yuha's <laughs> uh, little stick crows too. There's something about like oh, having I... like the fucking just like crows stuck on a stick you and shoved in your back. Yeah, I, I loved it. Like I did that. like that element of it. I would have rather. I just felt like there could have been something else done with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they could have obviously. Right. Man, <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of your open stage, let's go ahead and get to that lip sync. Oh, oh no! <laughs> don't don't do all that, girl. Uh, well, fucking tops and bottoms, like, officially through the judges, the bottom, the winner was, a uh, little Tweety Bird, as we said. Yep. Um, but then, fucking bottom was, uh, Yuha and, uh, Mayhem. I was a little surprised to see Mayhem in the bottom, uh, but at the same time, I was really glad she did, mm-hmm. uh, because she fucking served it to us in that lip sync. Spoiler alert, uh, she just really embodied the song, yeah. uh, a song that actually Jordan uh, El Nina, if you will, has oh done God. has done on open stage. Dressed as the devil. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, a, a reference in demonology. <laughs> um, it was it was it was good though. Like I was fucking getting my life. Even Yuha, I don't think that she embodied the song. I mean, I just if you're trying to embody a rock song, like don't do the air guitar thing. I think she. I thought she did good, but it was just like it felt like. It was one of those performances where someone comes from the time that that song's actually, you know, 
made and mm. when it's popular and can really just get the essence and the energy. You was a lot younger than Mayhem, so mm-hmm. I just felt like she got it more and delivered it and like had the the facial expressions and like mm-hmm. the performance. Um, and it was interesting because you all started off like pretty high energy, like running around and stuff. And Mayhem kind of worked into that once she saw you all doing it. So it was almost like a fight where you see like a good fighter counter somebody mm-hmm. um, and, you know, Interesting. and be able to respond to what they're doing. And you'll see that with the best lip syncs. That like, is so true. Without like overdoing it or being a hot mess. Mm-hmm. Like they're able to respond to what they're doing and give their performance that's lacking that bit into it so mm-hmm. it's like i was super excited to see your lip sync uh the most sickening one so far this it was season. definitely a like, gag worthy the best of the season so far i think so too yeah. I, I mean i was getting you even said too like we were both getting chills yeah like, watching it. yeah it was it was good she really served the song you know i was thinking too the song is so intense and freaky um her having those contacts in, I always think, you know, the girls know what song they're going to be lip syncing if they're in the bottom that week. How often do you think they try to tweak their look to really work for that performance? Because in the end, that's the performance that's going to keep them yeah. or not. It's not like all stars where they get fucking an hour or whatever to change their entire look right. like they have before. So do you think that they do that? I I mean, I would. If you're playing smart and you the know that you dropped the ball in the challenge mm-hmm. and you know that it's a possibility... Uh, yeah, girl, I'm gonna fucking pull those little white ass contact lenses I got in my makeup kit that mm-hmm. like I fucking bought. That you Amazon might not wear for twelve ninety nine because she it, that I haven't got a chance to wear yet. Because it seems like you know you, you might not wear those contacts with the look like that normally, mm-hmm. so I pushed it there mm-hmm. in a weird way. It did push the look in itself like, uh-huh. without even lip syncing. So uh-huh. either way, unfortunately, we did have to say goodbye to Yuha. It's yeah. a tough game, but somebody's got to go. Um, I will miss her though. I thought uh, she was cute. She was fun. She was a nice little good energy. Addition. Yeah, she was. We good, we she knew was, it was coming though. Yeah, I mean, you've seen how she's compared to the other girls in the competition. So the far. caliber is just so high with all of them. I just feel like you know, we're we're getting through that first like batch of like, you know. I almost wanted to say filler queens, but that's such trash talk to say. I don't want to be like the garbage person. It's the first round of them. Yeah, just like kind of like I mean when you're. When you're the stakes are that high, somebody's got to go, you know. So good job, Yuha. We miss you, Mayhem. You fucking killed it in the lip sync. We appreciate you. We look forward to seeing more from you. Uh, also, I want to give another shout out to Asia O'Hara. Like we got our eyes on you. You have made me fucking like keep one of my little eyes on you for this whole thing. Uh, just I didn't. I mean, I didn't really like her when. I, I mean, she was all right, but she's really making me pay attention to her. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what else she brings. Yeah. Me too. All right, guys. If you want to go ahead and uh, check out our Etsy store, uh, feel free. It's uh, inbetweenbranches.etsy.com. We are our own sponsors for this podcast. Uh, And if you want, you can use the uh, coupon code DRAG10 off your purchase. Uh, No pressure. You could also just listen to us and give us a little like and a subscribe Mm -hmm. and a thumbs up and all that fucking good goddamn internet talk. Uh, And that's DRAG10, like the number, so one zero. There you go. All right. Thanks, guys, for listening. If you made it for this long, uh, we love you so much. Even if if you didn't get to listen to this, we we still love you. Yeah, we've never given you a journey before. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Signing off. Bye.